In a time where startups are booming and entrepreneurship is at a peak, we have a service that will help elevate any business. Univercole provides graphic design services that can take your business to the next level. These services include customized logos, business cards, brochures, flyers, and documents such as letterhead to help you distinguish your brand identity. We know a lot of you are like our founder, Justin, and are starting your businesses from scratch. So we also offer brand identity packages that can include your logo design, business cards, a digital promotional flyer, customized documents, announcements, and more. We understand what it's like to start from scratch and can meet you where you are in your business. Email info at univercole.design, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E, for a consultation and view the Univercole portfolio on Instagram and Facebook at Univercole, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E. And now back to the Cole Logic Podcast. Make the chain useful. Mm-hmm. Say, so had to make the chain useful real quick. <laughs> I might want to pull it down some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We good, we good. What's up, what's up, everybody? Uh, normally, if I have followers, I'd be like, let the people come in real quick. My loud friend is rolling my J. Ain't nobody coming. Oh, this the new uh, this the new Shang Chi trailer. Uh, Shang Chi. I don't know much about his story at all. Is he like a like the second generation Marvel hero? He's like original, but we never really highlighted. Yeah, he's like a. He's. I think he's in the original crop. To be honest, I just think he's just not like. He's like Asian Black Widow. True. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah. With the power bands. Oh, that's what the ten rings are about. Seconds. Nasty business that was. I wonder, matter of fact, let's look that up. 
Where did the Lift Every Voice song originate from? Ooh. Probably gonna be upset when we find out. <laughs> Every voice and sing, <coughs> often referred to as the Black National Anthem in the United States, is a hymn written as a poem by James Weldon Johnson. That's it. Shout out Duval County. Shout out to yeah, yeah. And set to music by his brother <coughs> J. Roseman Johnson. We never hear about that name. Mm. For the anniversary of Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Oh. That's what it came <laughs> you find from. Out, you find oh out the root. My God. I mean, I know everybody loved Abraham Lincoln, but that nigga has slaves too. Right. <laughs> Apparently they was making hymns for that nigga. <laughs> it's funny because one of my tweets of the week was, you know America history is wild when you can catch a president lacking at a movie theater. <laughs> Uh oh, not mask book. Yeah. He going for 50 tonight. Hope you step on the neck. Wow. I can't believe that. It was for the anniversary oh. of a nigga birthday. Not surprised. Not surprised at all. Yeah, that was the first time it was performed at his birthday by Johnson's brother. And it was, he said it was a, it wasn't even like, that nigga wasn't even alive to hear it type shit. It's a 1905? Probably not. Fuck. Hell no. That nigga he free, free, He did the emancipation in 1865. Right, so you know he died way, yeah. way, way, way before that. Right. almost want to go through the lyrics and show how it's not really something to be proud to talk about but <laughs> I, I ain't gonna do that man. I ain't gonna do that right now but as y'all see all these people on the screen right now these are all the law I mean the the black leaders in politics that nobody really knows about politicians <laughs> right they get all that recognition from White Zaddy. <laughs> you know, took the, you know, took the Kwame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Kwame got that from Tyreek and she, because he was he saying, saying that first. Shit. Yeah, he been saying that for years. White Zaddy. That's what he called. That's what Tyreek say to uh, the bad winches called <laughs> call the white man. Do him and what you call it still beef? Who? Him and Umar don't don't fight with each other no more. Nah, it's not Nah they don't beef It's just like I feel From Tyreek's perspective He think Something wrong with Umar Which is why He ain't really productive As he should be And then On Umar's side He the King Kong Of consciousness <laughs> So Umar gonna stand on Umar yeah, yeah, yeah. All day long But is that bro That fight 
That, the Alex Jones. <laughs> First of all, I don't even know who Alex Jones is. Wait a minute, you don't know who Alex Jones? Is? No, I don't. I just, wow. I just don't even. Just the thought of Umar getting in the boxing ring was like, nah, ain't no way. But I don't even know who the person is. Alex Jones is big conspiracy theorist that used to be on YouTube. They got banned for saying wild shit. He was on, he was on Trump's side at first, but he feel like Trump. Basically, call a bitch on the whole situation as president. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's um, that would have been hilarious if that was real, but I doubt it is. You said, oh, I, I I'll talk to you about that off air. Oh, but um, yeah, that. <sighs> did, oh yeah, these to get that ecam live. Oh yeah, the ecam. That's where it's at. It's only 20 bucks a month. Yeah, I'm making a little more money now. I think I can afford it. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh yeah, these niggas on the screen. Um, what can I say about these niggas? Basically, I've learned, I've finally come to the conclusion that there's two kinds of black people. Oh. It's the ones that want to end racism uh, by power and it's the ones that want to end racism by love follow me, follow me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm listening I'm, I'm intrigued uh, man we had an example of that today <laughs> this nigga RG3 <laughs> trying to protect his white Nubian queen <laughs> Uh, over the Twitter verse. I bet you said white Nubian. You <laughs> <laughs> said white and Nubian right after. <laughs> that's what. That's exactly how RG3 thinks this goes. The white That's the white Nubian. Right? Yeah, 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 bro. This nigga posted. Come on, bro. What do you say? Come on, bro. Your girlfriend is white. And under that. It's a video of his girlfriend doing uh, squat pulses, trying to get her ass right. Now, <laughs> we said it was a. We figured out. We found out it was a rollout for her new. She's supposed to be doing some type of workout wear or some shit like that. Now, for him to make that a comparable, <laughs> comparable to any black woman, it's just nasty. One, cause. I know he watching all the work his wife got to do to get that little tooth he showed us. <laughs> she doing, and he know she doing all kind of cal- all kind of calisthenics <laughs> and getting that shit. Man, she was doing the the squat pulse to the to the uh, the squat pulse to the fucking what is it? The, the hip abductor. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, and I, I'm gonna be honest. It looked like she probably been. That's the only exercise she does when she go in there. Yeah. And then, and then oh my god, the nerve for this nigga. But those are the type of niggas that want to end racism by love, <laughs> and it's just not gonna happen that way. But I also learned that's how we got finessed in the civil rights movement too. Mm. 
because in the middle of us fighting for power and you know it's for power when you can go back into the 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 photos of like the protests all the black people in unison all got the same size I mean all same signs that say black power they got the they in like suits basically all the women in dresses niggas not doing some crazy shit on the side nobody dancing with the police right ain't no ain't no electric slides in the yeah, streets yeah, back then. none of that and then I mean I know Cameo ain't dropped that hit yet but y'all know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah that hit the 80s right that shit around, hit the 80s, around that time that's about when like the the, the Around that cameo time, it's probably when that feminism wave hit for real. Man, that that crack, sexual that crack was hitting. That sexual liberation, that that hippie movement, all that mm-hmm. hit the black community at the same time. And that's when our freedom got too far. Cause we went from wanting to have the freedom to have to choose. <coughs> to one to have the freedom to do whatever the fuck we want with no consequences. I think it's emphasis on the no consequences. Mm-hmm. Which is I understand how it got there because shit, black people we dealt with a lot of consequences that a lot of most of the time we ain't even called for. So, nigga, I understand niggas want to be absolved from consequences. But Honestly, I think niggas want to be absolved of consequences because we see white people be absolved of consequences. Right. That's right. what it is. And it's like, well, shit, if they doing fucked up shit and being absolved, with conse- absolved of the consequences, why can't I do the same? Right. And which it's is, like, I'm glad you brought that up. Which go ahead. Is, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? I wish we just didn't do fucked up shit, but you know, if we fucking human, everybody, does, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's inevitable. Somebody gonna do some fucked up shit, but it's like we just really just fighting for that to be able to. It's either a we all gonna go down at the same, you know what I'm saying, with the same shit, or we gonna get absolved of the same shit. You know what I'm saying? See, and that's the that was the problem with our strategy is that we didn't want we wanted to not be absolved like the white people. But we're not realizing We asking that of the white people Right Which doesn't make it Which it's, it's not, it's never gonna work Yeah If we They're not gonna allow that Yeah Not even if Not even that They're not gonna allow that But The fact that we looking for They Um Approval Of absolving Absolution Is that a word? Absolution I bet that's a word if not, I just made it up. <laughs> we good for making up some yeah, fucking yeah, words. But yeah, they, I said swim stress on my last part. Swim <laughs> <laughs> <Whip> stress? <laughs> I said swim stress. I was talking about the, the gender roles on swimming. Bro, I mean, no, I was talking about the black, the new, uh, the new black swim. Uh, what's her name? Simone. I can't remember her last name, but the black girl who made the Olympic swim team. They call her the swimmer. 
But you know what I'm saying? I, I, Is that the same one that won all the medals last time? No, I don't think so. I think no. that's a different one. Because her name was Simone too. Or maybe it was. I don't know, but it made it seem like for some reason this was like yeah, her first I remember time Simone Biles and her had the same first name, but they had different. It might things. it might be her. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was talking about her and I for some reason I called her a swimstress and I don't know why, but <laughs> I was like, I know that ain't no fucking word. Oh man. But yeah, bro. It's important that you talked about that the absorption is cause our strategy all wrong. If we if we want to not be absolved for consequences like the white people do, we gotta be making our own our own rules for that to happen. Because rules are made to be broken, but they're made to keep control of certain people. Facts. I agree hundred percent. Yeah, cause. Because everybody don't need to follow rules And all rules shouldn't apply to everybody But also People that you know can't handle Certain Responsibility um, That can't handle certain Shit Emotions They don't need to be at the same level as other people That's just how it is That being said, we gonna go to another video. I'm gonna tie, I'm gonna tie all these together. Fair use, fair use. <laughs> this is for educational purposes only. Thank you so much for the safe space, and I'm going to now. A 20 minute video, okay. My question, yeah, we might not make it through, but I'm gonna kind of review it a little bit. Too. Label, and when I meet someone who is of African yeah. descent, African American, I will refer to them as African American. But if it's a friend I've known for a while, I will call him and I will refer to him as black. So, am I overly sensitive or am I appropriate? Black. You call me black. You call me 
I just go with African-American for everybody. But then everybody that's black is not African-American. See, I like just being called black. I never adapted to the African-American term. I just like being referred to as black. I'm comfortable. I like it. It fills me up with pride. But if you meet somebody from an island or something, they're not African-American. What do you mean by America's my mama? I don't know nothing else. Hmm? I wasn't eating chitlins when I was in Africa. I wasn't eating watermelon when I was in Africa. Huh? I wasn't wearing zoot suits when I was in Africa. I wasn't getting my hair cut when I was in Africa. This bitch is my mama. And yours too. Except I know it's mine. Hmm? I have no African descent in my blood. I'm a, I'm a Native American. So literally, I'm a Cherokee, I'm a Blackfoot, I'm a Red Tail Indian. That's what's in my blood. A lot of people in America are indigenous people. You're not from Africa. You're not from Africa. Let's keep switching the identity to hide the people. Why don't we just keep renaming you? Are you Negro? Oh, no, 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 you're not Negro. No, 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 you're colored. No, 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 you're not colored. You're African-American. And this is what they name you. Because I know a white guy who grew up in South Africa. Elon Musk. And he now lives in America. He is an African-American. And more African-American than most. African-American is a misnomer. It's a misnomer. Don't check that box. It's a title given to blacks by democratic slavers. To watch all of my exclusive content. I don't know where this nigga called be finding this shit. Shout out to Dan Calloway. <laughs> uh, big YouTuber. He's been doing this for years. He uh provides a lot of he provides a lot of evidence as far as it goes about the white dude. No. Oh. No. Not the comedian. That's no. Dan. No, no. No, no. you talking about Dan? I'm talking about was that the last dude that was talking? No, no, no. He he oh. hasn't showed up on the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. He's a black black dude from the south. Kind of big dude. He got a it's a whole bunch of like. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's like a whole bunch of different, like, different, like, historical artifacts around the country. Like, I've been driving around, and you'll go through, like, a random town, and then it'll have, like, a sign, and it'll talk about it. Maybe it's around a an old plantation. Maybe it's, like, a historical old slave owner. Maybe it's an old like mayor or a general or something, but naturally, all of that shit ties into each other because generals were slave owners that have mayor positions back in the day and shit like that. So you kind of learn about the history, but you also notice that the signs get updated. Some signs say, uh this sign was like published in like 2003 some of them say like 2016 some of them say 19 
90 something still so you can tell like some of them they had there and then they like kind of rewritten how they wrote it back then to make it like politically correct so you start the same shit so you start realizing like the agenda behind political politically correct shit is to hide the, the, the history yeah, of, of what's really going on so like we getting finesse in so many ways of like to even the fact that like like we using polit- we think we using politically correctness to our advantage as far as like not having people um, basically be able to use words as weapons to denigrate or criminalize us but it's working to to them as a positive effect as far as like being able to erase history to keep getting foreign niggas over here basically to make America look great I mean we talked about this earlier in the group the ultimate finesse was them being able to rewrite history and teach it to and teach it to us in a way that is completely false. <laughs> completely false. It literally is a a, a white like a sprinkle of truth. It's a it's a white it's a white highlight reel. Yes. It's white ESPN. <laughs> Your history classes is white ESPN. Mm-hmm. White what what's what what they call ESPN classic. That's what that's what that's what history that's what your history class has been all your life. It's fucking white ESPN classic. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Chris Power got a foul. And it's more insidious is like in all your history classes you you learn about these white people up supposedly winning wars against Indians and art but they disassociating you with the Indians calling saying you black but they different people and they did because they was back then they extinct like they on the the music oh yeah the music but yeah yeah they extinct so like Indians don't really exist no more. Like, apparently <coughs> on, <coughs> they're on like, reservations. Right. And they got them all, like, they make sure they know where all of them are at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The very few that are left, they have them basically in motherfucking concentration camps for what they call here are reservations. You know what I'm saying? They give and them. And then you, you learn that's, that's a finesse. Oh, big finesse. Because it was a point in time when there was. Uh, influencing white people to be Indians to change their ambition for five dollars. Wait, what? You never heard the term five dollar Indian? Mm-mm. They were giving Indians like five dollar grants basically to change their um, orientation from white to Indian. From but now, white to Indian? No, you mean from Indian to white? I mean, yeah, to Indian to white. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not shocked by that, though. No, 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 no. I was, I said it right. From white to Indian. So they was giving white people five dollars to change themselves to Indians. That makes no you sense. Gotta to think. Me. You gotta think. And back then, there's a lot of poor white people that could be like overseers or like shit like that or like paddy wagon niggas or this like just just 
niggas that want a, a better come up, basically. They need the five dollars. Shit, if my whole family do it, that's a start to something. Right. You know, hey, I, you're not wrong at all. I definitely feel that. Um, it, but it's a. So where you got like the Indian slash Native American? Wait, is that the end of the video? Nah, there's more. Cause I feel like he, I feel like he's gonna get into some shit with yeah, that. Because but, I feel like it's some like, I feel like I, I lucky want to go watch this video later on, but it's yeah. some it's some shit in there. I just said not the not the e- equal American equal. Bruh, it goes. It's so deep that they stole the American Eagle from Indians. Indians, of course. Yeah. Mainly due to outsiders being unfamiliar with all of the indigenous regions' multiple native languages, so they would base their comedic name calling by the shade of the Niger's skin tone and not the actual color of their complexion. During the mid-1500s and well into the 1600s, while the trade of tobacco, corn, rice, and the enslavement of some of the indigenous Niji were already in progress, Spanish colonists of Portugal were colonizing lands in Southeast and Southwest Africa, while simultaneously colonizing nearly all of South America and Southern geographical locations of North America. According to archived records and documents by Spain, during this time period, many of the Spanish colonists dubbed the indigenous Niji as Negroes and Negras, based solely on their genders and the shade of their skin tones, and not their domicile of origins. For example, the English settler John Roth was primarily responsible for documenting and delivering tobacco from the colony of Virginia to the Virginia Company of London by original orders from then King James I of England. Having the ability to speak Latin, English, and Spanish, he was able to create what he called, quote, a mouthy smoke by purchasing tobacco seeds from some of the Spanish colonists having settled in Florida and from some of the indigenous aborigines of Florida, the West Indies, and parts of Venezuela and Bermuda. In John Ross Journal, currently located in full at the National Archives Facilities in London, he documented the round-trip shipments of the tobacco, silver and gold, and the famously known quote, 20 and odd Negros, which was changed by the Department of Historical Resources of Virginia three times from 20 and odd Negros to 20 and odd Negroes to now officially read today as 20 and odd Africans, commencing in 1992. What is very important to note is that the Spanish called the Africans Negros and Negros as well, due to the shades of their skin tone. Having been, these 20 and odd Negros were captured by Captain John Jope and his crew aboard the British built warship called the Treasure War directly from the San Juan Bautista, which was the much larger Spanish-owned sailboat that deported from Angola in Southwest Africa, attempting to make its way to Vieira Cruz. 
Now, our short more information concerning this topic in both documentaries called The Untold Truth about the African slave trade. But I mention all of this to share some of the history of the complexity surrounding the multiple derogative terms that were used to label the indigenous aborigines of America. So now you can understand the confusion that was designed through the format of eugenics to make it seem as if the Africans and the indigenous region, or rather the indigenous people of Turtle Island, which is now known as North America, are one and the same when they're not. And this is where the mistake stimulated from. In the year of 1790 and beyond, census enumerators allegedly went from town to town, city to city, and door to door, deciding who was in what race and documented their families they need as such. These unsupervised federal employees had a mammoth amount of influence on indigenous aboriginals' genealogy records still to this very day. In fact, what the census takers informally documented on a sheet of paper was literally based on their indigenous opinions and they later deemed as official records that were to hundreds of years of the census takers' ideas of race Justin Coleman could be anything, anything, anybody. So you're yeah, good. My mom did that on purpose. Yeah, you're good. You're you're pretty. You're you're pretty. Like you're you're walking to the interview. They were like, oh wait. <laughs> but I will say Coleman is like a sign that's a slave name. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. like Coleman or like Jackson or like Brown Johnson Smith. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yeah, 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 those 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 super common there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cause there ain't no way all of y'all is for Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. That's the and it's crazy cause like you think about shit like that growing up, but you don't really put it together until you get older. It's like, yo, that shit's deeper than that's rap deeper for real. Deeper than rap B. Like see like my last name, Bolden, from what my people was telling me, we don't know if our last name is what it was originally spelled mm. because the like I guess yeah. like when everybody dipped from wherever they, they was at or whatever you know what I'm saying yeah they didn't you know what I'm saying a lot of them didn't really know how to read or write or whatever so whatever the first way they saw their name written that's how it went so it was like it's funny because we was talking about how Anquan Bolden and like that side could be how our last name was originally written, but mm-hmm. our shit is spelled B O U L D I N. It's like it's totally different, totally but, different from anything else. But like just like niggas being able to go up north and learn a different type of, cause like you know white people in the south talk a whole different mm-hmm. way from white people in the north. So like yeah, it's a, it's a it's a crazy situation like especially like if you if you haven't really gone back and tried to figure out you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. where your last name came from you should definitely and definitely then try to you do gotta that. think about like they don't talk about how like a lot of people in the south were first like French slaves mm-hmm. because that's where that southern draw really come from and then like. Um, then you got the Spanish slaves that was like more like Florida area, Georgia, like Alabama, South Carolina area. And then you got like the like England up north, basically, the, or the, yeah, basically where the thirteen colonies started and all that shit. Mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, from Virginia and yeah. up there. Yeah, bro. It's it's a the way they've the way they've smeared the books is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like to where to where it's almost I don't say it's almost impossible to really track your lineage, but it's very very difficult. It's, it's not that it's impossible it's just like you gotta hope somebody has some type of records because i wouldn't trust whatever ancestries it, and to, i don't i yeah, wouldn't trust to, none of them to shit. prove it to like other people yeah you have to do that but like as far as like just connecting the dots yourself seeing like oh it's it's not it's real simple like because back then people were weren't so like educated to where certain words had to mean certain things mm-hmm. like one thing i mean yeah. like a word it could be spelled a different way, but if you say it in context, you hear what it means. Right. So it's like it's simple. People just try to make it complicated to make it hard to prove. No, I mean it's a, but it's also a situation where you gotta hope. Hopefully, you have somebody you know, somebody from in your family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. has some type of knowledge of y'all's lineage? Because like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, because a lot of a lot of our family purposely try to forget some of that stuff because mm-hmm. it's tied to emotional trauma and yes shit. facts facts so it's like it's a and shit you'll be surprised how many times you know what i'm saying you find out that 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 uncle or that brother or somebody that they don't talk about is the reason why it's like is why they is, don't talk about right you know what i'm saying it's the one you know what i'm saying like the one you just like oh word yeah he was that one you know what i'm saying so it's like and like you find out shit that nigga might have had nine, ten kids with such and such and such an amount of women. You know, you have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like my yeah. whole I feel like that shit's just crazy. Like trying to trace your lineage back is is, is crazy. It's crazy as fuck. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. But white people, they got that shit back to the motherfucking off the boat. Yeah. They can tell you what boat they motherfucking people came in on type shit. But just think about the spin cycle they put us through for us to forget that shit. Be. <laughs> and it and it took them and it was it. Well, I mean, they got here in the early six. It was early sixteen hundreds. So it's like it's so what we're going on four hundred years, five hundred years. I think the Spanish got here early sixteen. For uh, well, well, no, England they started in fourteen ninety two with. In Jamaican shit. True, that is true. That is true. So, ho ass nigga. Yeah, that's crazy. Clippers are zero and six in games one and two, but eight and one and from three to seven. That's that's weird, bro. It's no way you can sustain that. You can't do it three times in a row. Yeah, you remember how you used to be like um, LeBron, like. Basically, like, the field use the game, first bro. game. You can't do that. I think Ty Lue do that the first two games because he don't got LeBron. But I don't... I, I, like, he stole that from LeBron as his part of his planning. But because he don't got LeBron to it doesn't use work. the second game, <laughs> he need two games to do it. And no Kawhi. So that, yeah. That's not helping either. But it's like, yo, what the hell? If they win tonight... But if they go back to if they go back to to Phoenix and it's two two, I'm I'm not watching no more. I'm not watching the rest of the oh. series, bro. I think the calls have been put in. It's no way. It's no way in hell these niggas come back from three straight two o de- o two deficits. It's no way, bro. Bro, Max Kellerman was trying to say Talu the best coach in the league. 
I wouldn't. I, I'm that wouldn't shock me, bro. Only he said mostly because he the only coach that make the most adjustments when needed. Mm. He might take a game to do it, but. I like this nigga Aiden, bro. I was not a believer when he got drafted. I was like, who is this nigga? And why is this nigga going number one? I see. I see. He got, he getting a little, if he starts to step out a little bit more, hit a little bit deeper jump shots, because he had a nice little mid-range game. He do. Nice little mid-range game. He needs to keep that, keep working on it to make sure that shit is almost automatic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, L.A. type shit. You know, or some Dunk, Tim Duncan off the backboard type shit. You know what I'm saying? And then Chris Paul back from the phantom COVID. <laughs> that shit was phantom as fuck. Right. That nigga ain't hit a shot since he been back. Every time I look up, that nigga missing. Yeah, but that's how it be, though. He gonna come in the second quarter going bro, This nigga out. Reggie Jackson. Bro, who is who this is nigga? Who is this nigga, bro? <laughs> bro he been... That nigga's been balling. I've been like, if they was a big three, he would be the three. And it's but (laughs) the crazy part about the Reggie Jackson shit is he's doing it like this is like this who I do like this me like Like, what? No, nigga, what is this been? (laughs) Not the elbow to the dome. Ain't miss pandemic. Crowder on the ground, laid down. Nobody. (laughs) Pandemic P. That nigga doing a Pat Bev. That nigga Pat Bev. That nigga Pat Bev did that shit the other night. Watch him not even get hit. Nah, he got hit. Oh, he got hit. Nice little <coughs> Got him. Bah. Yeah, he got him a little bit. Yeah, he got him a little bit. He got hey, a grown bit. man elbow feels like a grown man elbow. Hey, son, hey, I feel that. <laughs> as long as it, it connected, I don't care. If you if that shit didn't connect, bro, you gotta chill. Yeah. Cause niggas be when I tell you they be showing them replays in the slowest emotions, and niggas don't even be getting touched and act like they didn't got shot with a fucking shotgun. Every, everybody, like, bro, come on. Everybody, come on. They like, started finding niggas. Who taught you shit. niggas this shit? How did y'all go to? Who like, was the first person I seen that flop for real? Manny Ginobili. Be, I think. That I seen like Manu brought the Euro. No, I'm talking about the one that seen like it was like, bro, ain't no way they gonna call this, and they called it. It was it had to be Lance Stevenson. <laughs> Lance was definitely up there in the <laughs> flop game. I don't know, bro. You know who honestly got the worst, and y'all probably gonna be like, really, bro? LeBron is the worst. <laughs> Bro, I don't see this nigga. That it's it's a one where he kind of. I think he takes like somebody takes a, like screens him in the back or some shit. Bro, you would have thought somebody hit this nigga with a sledgehammer the way he went down. <laughs> they did that slow mo. Ain't nobody touched that nigga, man. That shit. That'd be the ones that get me. If it, at, at least do it if the nigga touch you. You know what I'm saying? If you get grazed, fine. <laughs> But if it's a clear that nigga did not touch you, come on with that flopping shit. This is not soccer, nigga. They flopping soccer? That's where they got it from. You ever watch a soccer game? Not much. Nigga. You'll be you'll be like, oh the NBA ain't got shit on these <laughs> niggas. Bruh. The slightest of taps. Nigga, you would thought a nigga took him took fucking crowbar to the ankles type shit the way niggas be down. 
That's where they got it from, bro. True. When them Euro, for, them Euro niggas started coming in, them Euro soccer playing ass niggas started coming in, they started the flop game. Um, what else about that? Do they, wait till they start flopping in football. You can't flop in football. Only way you can flop in football is for pass interferences. Blocks? Huh? Blocks? They've been trying that for years. That shit Blocking don't work. the bats? That shit don't work. I I get it easy. <laughs> but blocking the back is hard. You gotta like run in front of a nigga and just be like, ah, just fall. <laughs> Some dumb shit. Uh, imagine a nigga practicing the blocking the back. <laughs> like I know nigga, I, I know receivers be flopping on passing the on like passing the fairs type shit. Little contact nigga be like, ah, <laughs> that shit don't be working though. They don't be calling them shit. Or that flop way. the face mask. That's hard, cause yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Because yeah, it's like, when you, you pull really that face mask, it's a different... <laughs> yeah. Your head just do a totally <laughs> different <laughs> react. You be like, ah! That's just different. Chris Brown, what? 0 for 4, 0 for 5. Bro, why do... What is up with these niggas holding on to the just the tape up? Whole top be gone. The Gotta Caesar, have the tape the up. The low, low Caesar? That, that, I don't even think it's a Caesar anymore. <laughs> Like what's lower than the Caesar, bro? And is yeah, what's okay. lower than the Caesar, but not a Barbie? I thought Caesar was the lowest. But what's before? <laughs> that's what they're before Caesar, but not technically a Barbie. It's literally just tape. A Beezer? <laughs> a teaser. <laughs> tape, no Caesar. <laughs> a teaser. Oh man. Oh my God. Yeah, we done got off the whole subject. You know who got the worst teeth? America. What's very important to know is that these census tapers they, they they provided instructions. Uh, and they recorded the ethnic yeah. category of various families based on their perception of the family when they visited. So if you are attempting to find and interpret data about your family's history, these results can be confusing, especially if one census they are deemed as all other free or slaves or free. Uh, y'all see the finesse. I'm going to go to the next one. Y'all see the finesse. But yeah, basically, that's fine. Y'all see the. Y'all going to see the. Y'all going to see where I tied on there. But basically, we ain't African. All of us ain't. <laughs> Some of us is. Yeah, I don't think. I'll be honest. I don't think my people are from. Or I don't think I, my lineage is, goes to a- African descent. Cause I think you don't think so. Because I think mine. I think we from might my some, like intersectional. No, nah, I think from my from my mom's side. I know my mom's mom's side is islands, Virgin Islands. That's where, like, that's where that's from, and then. I mean, if that goes back to Africa, then hey, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. But um, and then I know, I don't know where my mom's dad's side goes. That that part of my lineage, I'm not sure about. And then I know on my well, then again, I think about it. On my dad's mom's side, I know they go back to like Native Americans, and somebody was white in there. And then I know on my dad, my mom's, my dad's mom's, my dad's mom's 
No, my dad's dad's side. Slaves. <laughs> I think sure. that that might be where. If I do have something from Africa, it might be from there, because they are all from like South Carolina and shit. Sumter, South Carolina. Sure, yeah, that's right. South Carolina area. That's more African. Sumter, South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, so, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, definitely. That's more like you might have came it from a boat. It wasn't no street lights up there when I went. Not one. <laughs> Really? No, none. That's a lot of sundown towns over there. Oh man. But um, that's what. Yeah, yeah. So remember, we started with lifted every voice and sing, right? So just when we thought we was all black, we 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 saw the Juneteenth finesse last week. They, they, they rainbowed up Juneteenth or what? What I mean, yeah, yeah. Coincidentally, yeah, they stuck that in there right on time. Yeah. I mean, obviously Juneteenth was Juneteenth before Pride Month was Pride Month, but. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then, on top of that, it's just like... For Juneteenth to be a holiday, it's kind of like... A holla month. I mean, you say Juneteenth? Yeah. I'm tripping. I'll say yeah, but Juneteenth to even be a holiday, it's like a slap in the face because, one... It's like... The the fact that it's a holiday because of the last people they was just on they was just slaves when they didn't have to be for the whole for two, two years. years whole two years whole two years you know how long two years is. That's a long ass time. That's a long time. To be a slave. And then, so they've been celebrating ever since, basically. But it's like, so many people are just learning about Juneteenth to where, I'm talking to people, I'm like, hey, how you celebrating Juneteenth? They're like, um, I don't know. We probably just do a brunch, you know. (laughs) How are you supposed to celebrate Juneteenth? There's not a Juneteenth menu. There's not. I'm pretty sure it's just a cookout in Texas or some shit. I don't but know. that's where it originated from in Texas. I don't know how to celebrate Juneteenth. I saw everybody. You know, say obviously everybody trying to do something now. You know, say we're trying to make it a real festive holiday for Black right, people. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like we're trying to do what we do on other holidays on Juneteenth. Right. We need to figure yeah. out. Something Juneteenth specific. Right, we was talking about. Um, Do we just I was talking to Simone and Maylee. They was talking about um, what we gonna have the Juneteenth menu as for the um, cookouts because mm. they got a Fourth of July menu. They got a Christmas, Thanksgiving mm. menu, Easter Juneteenth menu. Yeah, then you gotta think about the how you gonna celebrate it. We're going to have a parade. Like freedom around parades. Line. We just go around lying to white people all day. <laughs> just, just straight lie. 
everything. Yeah. All and just ma- I, I just hope that we make sure that the people that are actually descendants of slaves dictate what happens on Juneteenth. You know, I don't even care. You know, that ain't gonna happen. I don't care how it is. You know, that ain't gonna happen. I don't. Yeah, cause it's probably gonna be some. That is not HBCU niggas from the islands or something. Some Greek niggas. <laughs> yeah. Shot. This, uh. What is this? Sorry, people. This is. This is what the lady got for making Juneteenth a holiday. That's. That's Miss Opal. She got a pen? Mm-hmm. This is the pen that, that President Biden, Biden used to, to sign the signing into a, a holiday. Mm-hmm. And he gave her the pen. Mm-hmm. That was her. That was her. Yeah, her reward. Man, I'd have threw that pen right back at his ass, nigga. Suck my. No, no, no. Nah, fuck that. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking? You don't give me a fucking pen. But bro, this is how. Nigga, where's my pen? Chin. This what the how, fuck? This is how insidious they are, bro. They put people. Like her, that just want approval for something that's important to the culture, and they put them in office and listen to what they want. So then, when shit don't happen or the way the masses think it should happen, they be like, "Well, that's what your people want," and they got us doing this. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's the finesse. <laughs> Damn, them niggas 0 for 9. Them niggas didn't score a point in the first quarter. Jeez. But they only down 6. Or Damn. No, 8, I think. So, I don't know what they're down, but that's not good for the Clippers. <laughs> that's all I'm going to The Chris Paul and Devin Booker don't score in the first quarter, and you're not up by at least 15 to 20, it is a problem. But I feel you because <clears throat> the easiest thing to do right now is put a black person on the face of some shit. We definitely have that. I'm rooting for everything black motive going on right now. Oh, I seen that nasty shit. Yeah, this is Juneteenth brunch. Wasn't a black, wasn't a black woman in sight. So Kamala, and she didn't even look black in there at all. She blended right in with the white bitches. Oh yeah, they gonna cancel this. Get us off. Look at that. Pasty. Looking real pasty. Looking real. POC. Look at the back. Kamala looking real POC. I mean, she is a POC. Yeah, East Indian and Jamaican. And she ain't claiming that Jamaican part until she got to. Mm-hmm. Until it benefits her. Oh, shit. Speaking of, this Uh-oh. is a. This is how they keep telling us. We don't belong, bro. I still don't understand what the issue was with this. So, if y'all don't know, your boy Michael B. Jordan (laughs) had trademarked the name Juve Rum. Not Juve. Juve Rum. Because he's making his own rum. (coughs) We don't know. If he plan on getting it from Trinidad, getting uh, whatever you need to make rum mm-hmm. from Trinidad, we don't know if his uh, 
We don't even know if he got roots out of the fucking Trinidad. As far as we know, he black. He part of the culture. He he been in the wire. <laughs> he he basically oh, the new Denzel. He's not from the UK. He I ain't seen. He was Killmonger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this nigga watch. This nigga watch. This nigga cold watch. Forty five minutes of me watching the wire. It comes in here talking about this nigga Michael B. Jordan. What's up? Mind you, he's like, obviously if you haven't seen the wire, Michael B. Jordan was fucking Wallace in the wire. But it's like this thing called literally just got back today and saw me watching the wire and just threw this. In. I, 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 I love it, bro. I love. It. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm glad I'm here because that's my prime time. Pine right. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. It'll get no better than that. It'll get no better. Pick it up off something that just that you just watched. Because I have not fuck. seen one episode of The Wire. I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm about to. I'll be done with the first season by the end. I will be done by the first season either. I might watch the last episode after this game because there's only one episode left in the season for me. And I'm one of the motherfuckers who's like, I got to finish it. It's weird to have one episode left. Yeah. So I'll probably watch it after the game. But it's getting like that. Like, like it just got like this last episode I watched. It was like. Okay, we get it. Like we're getting some heat now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's it's, it's picking up. So I can see where I, I'm slowly starting to see why everybody is like, oh, the wire, the wire, the yeah. wire. So true. That shit is like that. Yeah, but but that's funny as fuck though. <laughs> you fucking shout fool. out to Michael B. Yeah, yeah, shout out Michael B. Man, that nigga still hey. Him and Lori still still rocking, baby. Oh, man, Everybody was waiting on that downfall. Man, Niggas is plotting all that shit. It's because he really last. black. It's because he really black. Mm, that shit ain't gonna last. Man, that yeah. shit is off a show. Da da da. da. Hey, hey, she had, we we put, put the face on there. We did. <laughs> we hey, how long ago was that? Uh, a minute, a minute ago. ago. Shout out to that ago. boy Michael B. Holding it down. Hey, how long will it last? These things can't hit shots. But the Juve rum. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got the Juve rum. So now all the Trinidadian people are upset with him. I seen that. I definitely seen that. They feel like he culturally appropriate in Juve. Mind you, Juve is um, uh, basically like a carnival event festival mm-hmm. where you um, dance around with colorful paint and. Can't be a tire. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, Don't do that. It, it, Juve is a family event. It be family out there? Yes, it be kids at Juve, bro. But they still be. You think about the party UCF Juve. college Juve for the true, bread? True, true. No. After going and to a, and it's like a part a parade or something. Yes, it's part it's of like carnival. Carnival is the real car. Like the real essence of carnival is a family event. True, you know true, what I'm saying? True. It's a wholesome. You know, you I mean? actually went. Yeah, yes, yeah, I've been to a real yeah, carnival yeah, yeah. twice now. Yeah. So it's like, obviously, right. I went to I went to Orlando College Juve. That is that's just a literally a party. Obviously, it's a Caribbean. It, they take the whole Caribbean vibe, but it's really just a party for y'all to get, for, to get fucked up and get twerking. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. that's what it's for. But real Juve is really a lot of the same shit goes down, but it's actually family. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like. You know what I'm saying? You, spots. Yeah, you 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 gauge it. You know what I'm saying? You see where it's at. You know what I'm saying? But boy, True. when I tell you, when I tell you, <laughs> when I tell you, 
every year. The carnival has to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you ain't go last year because of 20. Fucking COVID. COVID. Bruh. You going and I don't year? know if I'm going to go to... I don't know if I'm gonna go to shit because it's like bachelor party, and then the wedding, and I got to I'm, I'm, I'm carnival. like October uh, something. Yeah, so like coming right, off yeah. of that, yeah. and then and I'll be at the time I'll be in my in a program to get my financial licenses. So it's like I had to tell them early, like, look, I'm miss, I'm missing these days. Like I'm I'm putting these days in right now. Because I'm going for the bachelor party. I'm going to be there the whole... I'm not coming back till motherfucking Tuesday at the latest. I'm coming back Tuesday night if I can. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to end in the wedding. I'm trying to share. I'm not coming back till Tuesday if I can. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm definitely making these moves early. So, I don't know if I'm going to make that carnival ride this year. But, if you can. <laughs> I mean, you doing the same thing I'm doing. I mean, shit, you'll probably be up there by then. Like living up in, in Atlanta by then. Oh, it's in Atlanta? What? Carnival? No, 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 I'm talking about. For the wedding? Yeah, for the wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll be living there. So yeah. that, ain't, that ain't really much of a move move. Well, you're right. But Carnival? I mean, I'm, Miami Carnival is. True. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. So, yeah, the Trinidadians are upset. They feel like he culture appropriate. Now, why would you feel like a black person? It's culturally appropriating black shit if we was all black. Because Caribbeans feel like they're not <coughs> they 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 tiptoe the, the, the black line when it's convenient for them as well. Mm. Like when it's time to when it's time to hop on the bandwagon of black struggle in America, you know what I'm saying? When the black struggle is high, mm-hmm. they with it. You they know the what I'm main ones. They all in. But then it's like you know what I'm saying? When it comes to little shit like Juve and things of that nature, it's like oh no, that's just us. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I understand you trying to prefer, you you're you're trying to preserve your your culture. I mean. When you come from those type of islands, you know what I'm saying, whether it's Virgin Islands, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, Trinidad and Jamaica, and all, you know what I'm saying, when you, when you come from those islands, that is your culture. So, when you see somebody who's not from that culture, well, you assume who's not from that culture, using things from that culture, you, yeah. you I, I mean, I, but, I, at least it ain't a white person, you know what I'm saying? Right, but, even Nicki Minaj want to come at my dog. Damn, he, she said something too? Yeah. It's like now that you know, you should change it. But it's like, bit. We could have said that same shit to you about Lil Kim. It's a, it's a, it's a thing that these celebrities be. And she got bars talking about, um, um, have your ass like Rosa Parks to get your ass up or some shit like that. I heard that she shit. got the. Uh, the looking ass boy cover with the Malcolm X peeking out. It's like, nigga. It's like, you be towing that line. <laughs> but. Nikki. Nikki's backtracking. Nikki's in a, Nikki's in a place where like. She said some wild shit to where like whenever she tries to check somebody else. It don't really, it don't really land. Yeah. That shit don't be landing. Yeah, and I fought with Nikki. I be bump. I bump. I think I bump fractions like two or three times a week. <laughs> that beat just hard, right? But 
what she got to say publicly? <laughs> I could care less. <laughs> True that. But the barbs, you know the barbs be out here. Just like the beehive. The way that Shout out to Trick Daddy. Bruh. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for Saturday just to talk about some of this shit. Cause the fact that they, the fact that they went and just brought my dog, brought that man trick stars down on 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 yeah. on it, all it, the reviews. It's just it's that shit's disgusting. That shit disgusting. That's disgusting. And Beyonce should hit that nigga up and be like, "Look, here goes some bread." I feel you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't the first person that said that. Like that shit is crazy, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, play with this nigga. Say, I think he said something important. Facts you need to know about Michael B. Jordan's controversial trademark. Karim Twitter's losing their collective minds because Killmonger has applied for a trademark using the word Juve. Juve is a large street party held as part of Carnival. This festival occasion coincided with the emancipation of slavery in the 1830s, mainly in Trinidad. Now, before y'all call Mbaku to defend these things, I did a little research and found out that the word Juve has been trademarked since 2013. It's for a digital media company. Three other trademarks have been abandoned. Pending one is for Juve Rum. A Kimango can't stop the party because his trademark is only for rum. Now, having said all that, I truly feel your pain because the word Juve is born from strife and celebration and truly belongs to the people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm mad for no reason, basically. I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, just caught the Juve room. For Juve, <laughs> right. you want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. That's easy. It's easy work right there. Easy work. <coughs> this lady says something too. What she said. Every year, year in, year out, because of these deposits from the African countries, France is taking out of Africa over $500 billion. Now figure it out. For every $14 billion, the returns on the investment are over 300 billion, and they are taking over 500 billion. So, in actuality, France is taking out of Africa trillions of dollars year in and year out from us poor people, Africans. Back to the pact. So, should you want to access some of your money that you have deposited with France? You have to submit your country's financial returns. And if approved, you get to get it as a loan. You can only access up to 20% of your money year in, year out. As a loan at commercial interest rates. Your own money. Every year, year in, year Basically, she was saying, they were saying, why y'all mad at Michael B. Jordan? And y'all getting robbed by friends. <laughs> um, that, that's just come on. That's definitely wild. I mean, at the end of the day, it's always easier to be mad at something that you that that you know over some shit that you don't. Motherfuckers <laughs> 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 well, don't know goddamn thing about us getting money out of friends and all. They don't know nothing about that shit. Right. 
But they see Michael B. Jordan out there with that Juve shit. And it's like, yo, nigga, what are you doing? And he already, he's like, he's on like, Michael B. Jordan's on that. He's slowly becoming that, on that Joe Budden, on that Bow Wow, you know what I'm saying? That status where like anything that nigga does is either going to be deemed corny or corny. Like, it's nothing... Like, hey, that nigga bad Lloyd Harvey and niggas was like, this nigga is still corny. Like, yeah. Like, yo, what? You know what I'm saying? So I kind of, like, Michael B. Jordan's kind of in a in an odd place right now where literally whatever that nigga does is going to be deemed corny. That nigga could cure cancer. That shit's going to be <laughs> deemed corny just because of who he is right now. So he just going to have to weather the storm for a little minute. Just keep doing this thing. Keep his head down and keep doing this thing. True that, but yeah. So, if y'all watching this, y'all see the title? Just when you thought everybody was black. What's the title? Just when you thought everybody was black. No, you talking about not in this video. Oh, I was like, I know we're not talking about a YouTube video. Oh, I thought you were talking about the guy. <laughs> my Kevin Samuels was like, is this nigga doing race shit now? Nah, nah, nah. He not. He not. <laughs> oh, God. He actually avoided it, which is funny, but. Um, oh, he started flipping now. What you mean? He banned. He finally hearing the people say he, he going too much in on the women. He exploiting the women, basically, because he know that that market better. When he talked to the man, they were way more sloppier. He can't get a conversation out them, out of them because they don't come on there knowing what they're talking about and shit. They be stuttering. The niggas don't be having points. They be like, oh, I'm nervous and shit, shaking and shit. It's wild. It's wild. But, um... I, I mean, I feel like he knew that. Right, he knew he, he was on that. He was dealing right. with men for a while. Right, he but blows up as soon as he that. starts talking about women. And then you go back to men and that shit's still the same as it was before. Like, he knew niggas is not trying to get on no public platform and talk about some shit that, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that it's going to cost me some pussy at the end of the day. <laughs> like, right, and chicks, you, you can't cause pussy because they got the pussy. <laughs> right. And they get more attention for the emotional shit. Like, oh, nigga might want to come save her. Bingo. <coughs> Them hoes be getting on there to be to be to be prospects. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's funny though. Oh damn, them niggas done took the lead. I like it. I'm gonna play this because I think it was important too. Nick? Hey! How are you? What's the disagreement? That's one of the better niggas. That's why I played it from here. Is on the process of power back into people. Um, Excuse me? The pro- this, the, the, hold on, hold on. The disagreement say what? On the process of taking our power back as a people, right? So, uh, and this is more a, a devil's advocate position. Thing. I but, didn't give a process of know, taking power back. You see, he avoided. Well, then how do we? 
Who avoided it? So you were saying, oh, he's so, back on some. Yeah, I mean, he talking about race language. shit now. Remember you said that just mm-hmm. a minute ago. He's talking. He basically brought up the idea of taking our power back as a as people, a people right? which is basically what is the real race, not like Facts. the prejudice and shit. Facts. Right. And he basically was like, I ain't say that nothing about that. I don't mm-hmm. talk about that in public, mm-hmm. basically. But pussy. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. But I didn't give a process of taking our power back. That's true. Talk, yeah. I, but yeah. So that's not what I'm talking about. I've talked about controlling your image. All right. The other people can talk about the process of taking it all back. I gotta pause this shit. I don't do everything. How do you? I want people to notice how there's a difference of a type of man that. It's for the culture. There's a type of man that wants the power, so he starts being controlled. And then there's a type of man that wants to control our image, so we can function under the control that we in. And this nigga is the latter. Who Kevin Samuel? Yeah. That's the difference between him and Jason Black. Say it again. There's one type of nigga who wants the power so we can stop being controlled by the people that's in control of us right now. Mm-hmm. Then there's another type of nigga that wants to control how we're viewed so we can be acceptable under the mm. control that yes, we're in. Yes, yes, okay. Already. Okay, 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 okay. At first, I it kind of it kind of escaped me. I was like, wait, this nigga Kobe <laughs> dropping shit and I'll be ready for it. <laughs> but double back. I definitely feel you. Yes, Kevin Samuels is definitely the latter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. And I don't even listen to that nigga besides <laughs> when you're around. And from what I hear, all that nigga wants you to do is be acceptable by white man standards. Because exactly. all of that shit that he say is not... All, basically, all the shit that he based it on, you know what I'm saying, shout out to the King Kong of consciousness, Dr. <laughs> Umar, is all Eurocentric yeah. bullshit. It really, really is. And he tried to be like, well, yeah, I'll follow it, so yeah. <laughs> what you talking about? Wait, I mean, he's catering. Kevin Samuels has, has, has learned to cater to a certain group of people, which at the end of the day, when you're putting out content, that is what you do. Yeah, you cater to a certain group of people. You lighting that like you about to light up another joint or something. Shit. Yeah, I think I'm about to. I should have caught that. I should have caught something. I was just I was just so hurt off that not getting that whatchamacallit. I was just like, you know what? Maybe God telling me I need to wait. Um, but no, it's just like like I said, shout out to Umar. It's a like that whole Kevin Samuels run, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of those a lot of the things that he preach on, a lot of things that you women believe and that you know what I'm saying, that you base your lives on. A lot of that shit is white people bullshit and it's a lot of times why. If you don't realize a lot of these white people and their great relationships that you think are all fucked up. Like, all fucked up. Oh. All fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a, it's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? The whole man is supposed to be the provider, protector. Uh, yeah, that matters. That matters. But it's not the only, it's not do or die from that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because... That that really was birthed in a situation where white 
men kept their women at at arm's distance because they didn't want their ass involved in anything that they didn't know about or didn't, you know what I'm saying? Shit, if you really want to go back, it's because white men basically stole their wives from them. Like, they actually, the best man was a nigga they went with to another village to go take the chick. Then they went, the bridesmaids were basically the dude's family to get her initiated into the new life she was going to be in. It's, a, it's, it's the 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 construct of white marriage and where that basically just marriage in this country and what it is the it's it's constructed from the whole you know saying white thing it's wild it's wild. wild it's wild wild yeah it's wild wild like why you think they why you think they've been they just started fighting for their rights 40 years ago <laughs> they couldn't even get bank accounts they couldn't they couldn't save you know what i'm saying like they couldn't and these are these are we talking about white women, white women, mm-hmm. white women, the quintessential damsels in distress, which yeah. is what they've painted themselves to be since they've gotten some type of rites of passage. And you know, it's so funny that they like they ha- they feel like they got to do that to. To be as feminine as black women naturally are. Did you see the you see the TikTok wave? Oh yeah. The, Speaking of cultural appropriation. Wait, which one are you talking about? Uh, the the black TikToker is going on strike. No, I'm not There's talking about that. Week? There's another. I'm wave? talking about the white TikTok girls, the white women on TikTok doing the uh, like the like they start like they're on there crying, and then like. They'll like change their whole fucking demeanor in like a the drop of a hat on some like I wasn't really you know what I'm saying like that shit was fake you know what I'm saying I'm about to get even type shit. Karen secret weapon. Yes, yes, yes. The yes, the diabolical shit. That shit that got an Emmett Till killed. You know what I'm saying? That shit that got a lot of black men killed in this yeah. country and black women killed in this country. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. man, listen. That's why I love the internet, though, bro. Because white people expose themselves. <laughs> they've, been, they, they've been exposing themselves. And to be honest with you, without the internet, I don't think you get the expose, the expose of white people the way we do. Bro, low-key, the internet, when it first started, was basically like black market and white racist people yes. in forums. The, for, the, first, the first deal... To ever go th- go across internet was drugs, and it was a marijuana deal. As a matter of fact, I didn't know that. Yeah, the first de- the first deal to ever go across the internet is a marijuana deal. <laughs> yeah, I learned that in one of my college classes. Damn, which may not have been true, but you know, school. <laughs> we'll look it up later. <laughs> school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. It's a man. It's a this. I will say, if it wasn't for Cole, if it wasn't for Cole and Carl and CP, if it wasn't for y'all two, I especially you, because of as much as we used to argue, and we should we still argue, <laughs> but as much as we used to argue about shit, deep woke shit, it made me start to like get into it and look at things differently. And like, it blew my fucking mind. It blows everybody's bro. 
it blew my mind to where when I went and started talking around my parents, they thought I was crazy. <laughs> they were like, wait, wait, what? You don't believe what? I'm like, oh, y'all have a lot to learn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I love y'all, but I have a lot. Y'all have a lot to and learn. And it's crazy because it's like, it, we at that point that because of the internet, we know a lot more information. Then, oh like, we God. take in so much more information that they ever could have at, the, at our age. Not only that, but like niggas didn't like to read, so the information that we learning that we just reading because it's on our phone, mm-hmm. they they would have had to go and search high and low yeah, for. Bro. Yeah, bro, we could just search for that shit. Search right on high, phone. like like they used to have to teach niggas how to search for shit in encyclopedias <laughs> in the library. Nigga, nigga, had, do you, nigga had a Dewey Decimal System. Nigga, do you I think I would have? <laughs> I don't even remember how to do that. Nigga, you could. It's 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 funny. You said the Dewey. The fact that you even said the Dewey Decimal System, <laughs> nigga, you could have put a gun in my head and asked me what that was, and I would have been nigga pull that shit because I don't fucking know. Like, like I can't remember last time I went and bought a uh, went into the library and bought a book. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even buy books in the library. That's the crazy part. You got a book. You got a mother. You yeah. can't even buy them. They shits. just to rent. For the free, just go in there, rent a oh, book. This shit wasn't free. You was paying a month. You paying monthly. No, no, I had a library card nah, for bro, free. I think. The library card was free. Bro. It was. I think so. My shit was free. I pretty. I guess you're right. You right. If you ain't return that shit, that's when the. I mean, shit. The money. Only time I got a library card was for them summer reading bullshit. Mm. And remember, it was, remember the scholastic shit that. The uh, what was it? The, the book fair. Book fair. Nigga, I never used to go you in there and get books at all. I mean, the color books. No, I used to go in. <laughs> if it wasn't, I used to go in there and get like whether it was the Dragon Ball Z coloring slash trace book. Yeah. Or I had bought this fucking. I never forget, bro. I had bought this paper, this like airplane thing, right? Mm, I remember well, it was the airplane like, book. Well, it was like a like, bunch of like cardboard airplane. Three hundred ways to fucking make an airplane. Yes, bro. all those shits was fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember fucking that God. shit. Yes, bro. I had that shit, bro. When I tell you that shit lasted like, I remember. That. I don't even know, man, because it was. It was one of those. Like, I wanted that shit so bad, and I remember going in that bitch for years, and my people was not fucking with me. When they finally let me get that shit, I was like, "Yo, I feel like I needed this earlier because it's not what I thought it was." But it was still dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was still dope. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I definitely had it, and all them shits was fire. I was fire. flying airplanes everywhere. I think I remember how to make a couple of them. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them times you was just, you know, what I'm saying just. Putting, I mean, they had you know what I'm saying the little slits in there, or you just putting the bitches together. It was like cardboard oh, Lego airplanes. <laughs> I had the, the how you fold them to different ways. Oh, you talking about like in paper? Like in paper. Oh no 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 yeah, no no. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, see, I had that too. I had, I see, that was like that was the original. Yeah. I had the next one where they had like oh, where you had the out. yes yes mm-hmm. yes. There was all yeah, different, yeah. you know, what I'm saying the different colors and oh, shit. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying I, they had the. The paint jobs already on them and whatnot. I think that one was kind of expensive. Hey, bro, I, nigga. <laughs> no wonder your parents ain't for me. Nigga, I, but I brought that shit home, and they was like, nigga, you can't eat, nigga, this ain't, ain't no birds in here. You went to a book fair. Where's the word? I don't think I got anything for the book fair after that. <laughs> I'm keeping in the beat. I don't think I got anything for the book fair. have cardboard everywhere. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
I had them shits everywhere, bro. Every fucking where. Damn, you just brought back some memories. Yeah, bro. Man, I remember I used to fucking... I used to trace Dragon Ball Z shit all day. Because I couldn't draw. Obviously, I would try to draw the shit. But, like... Tracing used to be fun. <laughs> like, it really did. Tracing used to be really fun. Yeah, bro. For niggas who couldn't draw. <laughs> Niggas, niggas that couldn't draw hated me because you could draw. <laughs> yeah, bro. I had the trace book one time, and then like after that, I gave it to somebody, and I ain't even need that shit. See, no nah, <laughs> you artistic niggas. <laughs> you artistic niggas. Yeah, me. But yeah, how we take our power back? I'm, is they gonna get to that? You said how we take our power back? Because we're not black ago. right now. We're not as black as we thought we was. Uh, We can't even use Juve. uh, Spent seven years in the military. Actually spent a lot of time in your hometown in Oklahoma City. Tinker Air Force Base. Uh, But he about uh, to create an argument. Last year. That's very poignant. And what? uh, So keep watching. A business administration. Partly my clearance into doing some consulting. And what are you doing now? Consulting work in D.C. Okay. And what are, you, what are your plans? Uh, what do you see yourself in the next 10 years? You also notice he does the same thing with uh, the, I'm at the, the man that he does with the woman. I'm trying to figure that out. Which is. Um, I've, got a, I've got a good career going. Helps his case a little got bit. Got set up as well. But, yeah, but at 28 years old, he's trying to figure it out. Yeah. It's, and your competitors are doing what? They're locked in. They're locked in. I'm figuring it out. No sense of urgency with most black men. Mm-hmm. But you want to talk about the process of taking power back when the very power that you need to be operating is your profession and understanding mm-hmm. what you want to be in one, three, five, ten years. Locked in. Married? No, sir. No, not married. Kids. None. No, no, not not that I know of. <laughs> do you want to have any? I do. I do. Um, still trying to figure out the process that goes along with. That. Um, I was introduced to your content. Probably. How many hours a week are you working? Fifty. Need to make it more. Salary. Salary. You have a part-time job? I'm trying to build up a. Uh, I'm doing some entertainment stuff on the side as well. You know me. Some stand-up stuff. Some stand-up stuff. Yeah, that's my that's my passion. If I can make money doing that. Passions are great. <laughs> Passions yeah. are great. What you get to do is after you're successful. I had to stop right there because I often come across a lot of people that um they ask me. That's like, why papers go so fast. Oh, because I double wrap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I be having holes and I don't feel like taking the stems and shit. No, I'm like, oh, I ain't got time. This guy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, uh, often people ask me like what I want to do with my career. Cause I got a, I got two things that I want to do. 
I found a, a passion in driving. Originally, I didn't want to do that shit, but I found myself doing that shit for everybody but myself. Mm. So now I'm doing it for myself. And also the art shit. But with the art shit, if you're not in school trying to work for another corporation and all that other shit, the, t- the typical way they try to tell us to get a career, it's going to, well, first <laughs> off, it's going to take, if you go that route, it might take 15 years to even get to like a six-figure level. Unless you like super, unless you like doing your own shit on the side while you learning shit, basically, which is possible. But with the driving shit, I found out that I can get more money faster that way to fund my passion later. Mm. He brought up an incredible point because a lot of people try to like talk you out of that process. Or talk me out of that process and be like, why don't you just go for your passion now? And it's like, that's not smart. <laughs> you got, you got to get leverage for your passion story, basically. Because if you just start on nothing and your passion fail, are you going to give up on your passion? And how many times are you going to do that? Just like when niggas go to college, or like when I went to college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. That wasn't your passion. Anyway, exactly. But but I I personally disagree with what he said, mainly because it's a lot of people out here who truly chase their passion and do not give up on their passion, and that's why they're successful with the, with their passion. Um, it's one of those things that a lot of us are passionate about things, but where the what we're passionate about may not seem lucrative to chase in the in in the soul you know what I'm saying as that being the sole provider of your dollars but if that's truly your passion meaning that is truly what you love to do that is truly what makes you happy that is truly what, you know what I'm saying, you feel like, you know what I'm saying, I guess you were put on this earth to do or whatnot. It's one of those things that your success will be solely predicated on you because it'll be what work you decide to put in on that passion. Because, as I mean, we, I mean, we see that whether it's people who are passionate about, I'm, I'm not even going to talk about, you know what I'm saying, people who are passionate about being a doctor and lawyer. I'm not even talking about that. People are passionate about things that are like, only few can really make it. They do that shit. Like, I know people who have been dedicated, you know what I'm saying, from the jump to accomplish some shit. And they've really, really done that shit because they actually love that shit. A lot of times, people feel like they're passionate about things that they like. Or they're just passionate about things that are passionate about their hobbies. That That's different. You know what I'm saying? You enjoy those things. You have fun doing those things. Those things make you happy. But is that truly your passion? Because what your passion is, ain't nothing going to stop you from doing that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you 
you should be saying purpose because you can have you can be passionate no, about what I know you what I'm like saying. and what you No, I know what I'm saying because your passion and your purpose can be totally different. Your passion and your purpose can be totally different. That is an also that that's something that people don't don't think about. You can be passionate about one thing, but your purpose can be something totally different. Let's see, I'm thinking oh, like damn, passion. I know you've seen that shit. No. Something just flew. Something just flew. <laughs> My bad. You know how crazy I am. Well, for me, but I'm nah. thinking like passion is like a is like an action or like a verb. Like you, it's something you do, and like your purpose is something like that you like practice. I I feel like your purpose, like you can be passionate about something. But your purpose is like what you meant to do. That's what I was thinking. But and, and I feel what you're saying. For some people, I feel like their passion brings their purpose. Like, you know what I'm saying? The things that they're passionate about actually. Some people, everybody feels like their purpose is to be, I don't know, bigger than maybe what they are. You know what I'm saying? Just, just. That's a lot of people think that their purpose is to be bigger than what they are. Sometimes your purpose might be to just influence the person next to you or somebody who you don't even know is looking at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I feel like everybody has a mindset that their purpose is to be at the top or somebody that every, but your purpose could be to influence the purpose of somebody else who might take some shit to another level that might not necessarily be where you could take some shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, you were put on this earth to give them that spark. You feel what I'm saying? It's a, it's a wild way of it's looking at things. It's funny you say that because I was about to say, I think that that's kind of like where I think my purpose is going to be at. Where I feel like this trucking shit will get me to a place to where I can uh, provide, like, a, not, not only, like, a trucking service for our community, but also, like, where I get my passion from is the arts. I could provide a studio mm. to help other kids like excel to or just be competitive when they go to college. Because when I went to college and I saw what niggas was doing in my field, I was like, "Damn, I should have been on this." Shit. Right. And see, like, and I thought being on MySpace and changing backgrounds <laughs> and shit was enough. And niggas was already in fucking AutoCAD and Illustrator and shit. But see, and and. I feel where you're coming from because, like I said, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying what you're saying was or what he's saying was wrong. I just. I only disagree in a situation where I feel like some people who do yeah. truly chase their passions yeah. are able to are able to make things happen. Yeah, and but I think also before I, before I lose the thought, also. It's also a situation where like. Damn, I don't know what I was about to say. I had it, but then it's gone. My my badass memory. Go ahead. I was about to say that. What you oh, from um from what you're saying like I don't uh, I don't really disagree I just feel like what you're talking about is more like the exceptions like some like majority of people don't really have, have the, a passion that's that's profitable or even like I feel you or even like most people that get their passions to that successful level they got like people that want to do what I'm doing to get them there and shit like that. Like I agree. the Serena twins or right. Brian and everybody wanted him to be great. And see, like, okay, I saw what I was saying. So, like, okay, when we're talking about, you know what I'm saying, passion, purpose, and all of that shit, yeah. I think about this whole podcast thing. It's probably my passion at this point in my life right mm-hmm. now. 
And if my shit would have never, if this shit would have never go anywhere and stay exactly where it's at for the rest of my life and I don't get no more, you know, views or whatnot, what I always look at it like, what if my purpose was to influence those other people who I know have started podcasts because I've started podcasts? And you know, I don't, I don't have to drop name drop or whatever, but like, that shit has put money in other people's pockets that, you know what I'm saying, that, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I ain't, I ain't never asked for a dime, you know what I'm saying, who am I, you know what I'm saying, I ain't. I just did some shit because I love doing it. But knowing what that, knowing what other people have done after seeing me do some shit, what if that was my purpose? You know what right. I'm saying? And obviously, I'm not saying my purpose is done now. But like, what if that was a part? Because I mean, everybody, there's you don't have just one purpose on this planet. You have right. a purpose for different. I mean, yeah, there's you, a purpose for everybody damn there that you come across. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just like our our purpose is aligned in the fact that like I want to have a studio, so I started building a studio. And you was already podcasting, so mm-hmm. I was like, bro, bring our shit together. And, then and like, I'm not even, and you know what I'm saying, I'm not, obviously, I mean, we're on the same network, right. but, you know what I'm saying, it's, there are people who have seen me podcast who have gone on to make money off mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And it's one of those situations that's like, damn, I mean, I've, I mean, I've made little so dollars. niggas got studios. Niggas got studios, merch yeah, lines. Merch line. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, I mean, like, niggas have gone on to do things off of seeing me do what I did. So it's like, damn, maybe that was my purpose. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm continuing to grind. I'm continuing to do what we do here for the network. But mm-hmm. maybe my purpose at that time or, you know what I'm saying, just in this stage of my life was to sh- shit, inspire other people to do shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's wild because it's like, if I wasn't passionate about it, that shit would make me stop doing it. Right, but I'm uh, on the cold logic experience. I can't let you stop there. Oh, obviously not. So you know we're not stopping if there. If niggas taking from you, you gotta take from them. We <laughs> 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 gonna have a studio. We gonna have a merch line. It's coming. Oh, hey, I always, I always said this was gonna be a slow, a slow grind for me. Definitely. It wasn't. You know what I'm saying? My, uh, yeah, like, I'm not in a hurry at all. The, the, the network is, uh, is really just getting its feet off the ground. If we even got our feet off the ground yet. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we're about to go through some big changes with, with, with this split. Yeah, it's about to expand to two cities. Mm-hmm. I, I literally hit up loaded. I was like, you ready to join the SQCN? He was like, I'm ready. I was like, say less. So... We gonna we gonna make it happen. We definitely gonna make it happen. Yeah, man. Definitely gonna make it happen. Definitely gonna make it happen. Yeah, I'm. I, um, I'm hoping that this um, this condo come through. I was gonna try to do the roommate thing for a minute, but I was like, man, let me just figure out how to do shit on my own. Condo? Man. You trying to get you trying to get a condo in Atlanta? Yeah. Uh, mainly got somebody. For me that want uh, some realtor shit, but, but check this out. It's basically the same rent as this three two mm. condo. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And not far from where Bailey and them at right now. Bailey and them house pretty far too. By is it? Yeah. I, I bet. I bet it is. It's probably one of the lower value because. It's like down on the hill. You know, Atlanta got all the fucking hills. Mm-hmm. But it's still far. Mm-hmm. Say less. They got that. They got the spare room. Oh, they got plenty of rooms. Oh, say less. <laughs> I know where I'm staying next time I travel to Atlanta. 
As a matter of fact, I need to get up there. I ain't been up there in a minute. Yeah, it's only seven hours, B. Yeah, nigga, I'm not driving my car right there. <laughs> only seven hours. Man, you crazy. So I'm hopping on that plane, dude. The fuck? To Atlanta? Yes, nigga. I'm not driving my car to Atlanta. But I feel like that's a 30-minute trip. 30-minute trip to drive to Atlanta? It gotta be. That's how you feel? Are you talking about on the flight? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not that. It's like 30, 45 minutes. I, yeah, like 30, 45 minutes. That's all I need, shit. Quick trip, boo-boo. That's a waste of jet fuel, nigga. I ain't paying for the jet fuel, nigga. I pay for the seat. <laughs> you feel me? Oh, man. But, yeah. Man, shout out to the Collage experience, man. Talking about taking a power back. Go ahead, play that. And, yeah, let me go back to this. He was making a point. But, yeah, we stopped because, obviously, we going to sum it up. My dog was like, I don't know, I'm challenge that. And I was like, I get what you're saying. It's more of the exception than what everybody else should right. be doing. Right. Because everybody ain't got it like that. Are you making three times your age and in income? More than that. Good. Mm-hmm. Still, now the point is, see, we we talk about talk about the whole process of power. Um, do you have a network of pe- of men that you can call on and collaborate with and build with? I'm building that this year. That's a big focus for me. Right, really getting so out there and, and this is one of the places where we mm-hmm. fell behind. And I'm, you'll be 30 just like that. You're still trying to get mm-hmm. yourself locked in as far as your career plans. And you don't have a network. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. your non-black counterparts are coming out of school with these things in mind and building networks and going and building their, and building their mm-hmm. network of men, many of these guys, if you plan on staying in corporate America, uh, marriage mm-hmm. is going to be on the, especially if you plan on going up, marriage is going to be on the docket at some point because there is a marriage cap and everybody can mm-hmm. like it or dislike it. So, in due respect, stand up. Yeah. I, I don't really care yeah. about passion. I care about, I care about practicality. And so many of us have passions and while we're, while we're sitting around mm-hmm. trying to figure it out and then we wonder why our women won't follow us. Agreed. I don't have the issues that. Never mind. I mean, not. All right. I agree. I don't have the issues with these women that this nigga Kevin Samuels be having, bro. So I don't be relating to the shit. Um. Like I have been, I have been homeless, and 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 obviously I was young, but I'm, I mean I was old enough, but I was home. I was. I've been homeless and. If I needed a chick, she was going to be there and she was going to hold it down regardless. Same. So it's like. Not that I really love her shit, but. And that's, that's the thing. thing. When and you made it to that level, though. What level? Where, like, marriage got to a point or that it didn't work. He, that had, he done been married twice. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why? Uh, he said the first one was his high school sweetheart. That he, simp. Next. That he came back with. Yeah, he simp for that one. And then he said the second one was... Simp. Pretty much. He simp. All this nigga is... And, you know who he is, bro? What? When we talk about... You know who he is? Who? That nigga is nothing but... The nigga Corinne Steffens. And let me break that yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 
Ralph Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, no, no, no. This nigga is because all this nigga is all this nigga is is a reform simp. That's it. He's a reform simp. And only gonna say I'm maybe not. I shouldn't even put him on Corinne Stephens level. Cause I feel, I feel like Corinne yeah, Stephens yeah, intellectually is on a whole nother level. I think, this nigga. Yeah, she was a red pill before red pill. Oh, nigga. <laughs> she is the red pill. Like this nigga is. He is what you. He is what you say. He is literally revenge of the nerd. Like. Like I know the I know the game now. So, he's Mr. Analytics. He's the nigga who comes to the who comes to the sports argument with the numbers. And it's like nigga, you don't be watching the games. You, you can't even get into the game. You don't got the eye. You know what I'm saying? You, you, got, you got the numbers, but you ain't you don't see it. Mm-hmm. That's what this nigga Kevin Samuels is. He's a he is an analytics nigga. He looks at the numbers, analyzes the numbers, and be like, damn. This is why this didn't work out for me, and, and tailor your life to why to where this could work out for and you. He uses that to to make his arguments or be boisterous with his points. And that and and for a nigga like me, who done got pussy from when I had money and when I didn't have money, that shit is not gonna do nothing. For I'm, I'm gonna look at you crazy. Bro. But I will say, in his in his defense, he talking about marriage, not just getting pussy, bro. And if yeah, he's saying that's the problem, niggas trying to get pussy and they creating single mothers, basically. And I'll say this I had a number of exes that if I were to decide to have wanted to marry, they wasn't gonna say no. But you know you weren't ready for this. Obviously. Obviously. That's the that's the other thing a lot of people That niggas be getting on there yeah, thinking they ready. Yeah. Oh see that see if you get if that's the people that's getting on there, that's on that's, them. That's him. That's they fault. He he probably got married before he thought he was ready. Simping. You thinking simping simping gonna do what you need to do to keep your marriage together, but it's not. It's not. You gotta go back to the tradition regardless. And it took him two marriages to figure that out. And now he's on the other side like, listen to me. I've been there and done that. I get it, Kevin Samuels. You're speaking from, from experience. And from a nigga who currently is probably just getting pussy. Ain't nobody, ain't no woman right now taking Kevin Samuels seriously. But you think he wasn't getting pussy? No. Even as a captain? No. I think Kevin Samuels was... Best friend with the Jerry Curl? I think he was best friend to himself into pussy. Mm. How was that nigga? I mean, I, I, I'm best friend to myself into some pussy. I, I'm not gonna say that. I wasn't a gapper. And it was some, it was certain ones. It was just like, hey, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just stake <gasps> this, I'm gonna just stake this pussy yeah, out. If I ever, <laughs> if I ever went Greek, I never thought I had to do that. Oh thing. my god. I never thought I had to do any of that shit. And you, it's funny because them Greek it's, it's, it, niggas went Greek strictly f- for the pussy. I was an athlete, so I didn't need to do that. Shout out to that. Yeah, yeah. That was a different type of. I was gonna do the Greek shit, but when I was like niggas passing egg yolks in their mouths and Bruh. shit, getting 
they ass spanked and shit. You gotta hold your nuts. You gotta do uh, and you just do it to show that you determined and disciplined and do some shit. And it's like. Bug breaking. <laughs> Literally. By your own people, though. To get you prepared to live in the white world. Because you're going to have to do whatever anyway. Which is wild. That's crazy. Now that you said, now that you put it like that, I never think about it. Yeah, this is the cold logic experience. We rode slow, but I be dropping the bombs here and there. Oh, yeah. We, hey, it's a... What do we what do we say? If you made it this far. I'm about to get that. I think I'm about to get that Ecam live. It's worth it be. I feel like if I so if I get the Ecam live, will I be will we able to run that shit together? Probably. Like Like if I I could like if I do mine on YouTube, you can do yours on like Facebook or. Or no, I'm just saying like, could I be in your ecam live if I got ecam live type? Oh shit? yeah, yeah, like the interview shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do you? How'd you? You download it out the internet? Yeah. So it's not an app. No, it's not like an app store. No. Okay, okay, because that's where I look. So should I get it on the MacBook or on the phone? Get it on the MacBook. It's just a login email it's on type. The phone? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think it's on the phone. It's, on, it's not on the phone. I mean, how, you you had it on the iPad. No, no, I just had the. It's an app that shoot to use a camera that you can connect to the eCam. It's not on there. The eCam no. is not technically on there. So no, no. okay. I wish, but if I had the eCam, I'd be doing trucker vlogs. <laughs> While you playing, you need to go ahead and get you a what you call it? GoPro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am going to get like a camera because the mountain views, fire. Don't do what I did what? for a year and a half or for two for two years and pod in a, and drive and pod without visual. Do oh, that shit. Yeah. If, if you decide to do that, I ain't going to lie, bro. I don't know if you've driven and potted yet. It's a... Uh, I, could, I could do that because I'd be... But you got... Your shit makes so much noise. But I could... I have this shit... They circumvent that. So. True, but I do have the um, the setup. Like when I be like driving, I be listening to music, but I had like the game on with my iPad. So I do got the setup to where I can have like a camera there, camera there, and just cycle through them. And then you might just need one camera. Yeah, but I know I'm. I, I can have like further view. Oh, true, 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 for everybody else. Like if I was like driving in the, through the mountains, something that'd be like cool to show people, like hey, real quick. Or I could just do pre-recorded shit, but I don't like editing. Bro. You know, I ain't, I ain't never edited. Only thing I've ever edited was start points and end points. The only thing, <laughs> this was my plan was to like start doing more lives, and then like once I start getting time to. Have a whole bunch of like videos to edit. I'm just edit them, and put them out, and clips and shit. Sound good. Cause once you got, cause it's like hard to like edit. 
E C A M M Live. You can't live from that. Yeah, but it's like it's easier to edit when you got a whole bunch of footage to use rather than like trying to edit what you got. I could just go to the next one and be like. But yeah, man. What's this thing to talk about? Alright, that's all I wanted to show. Basically, I wanted to show that. Don't have a sense of urgency about this race shit. <laughs> and that was a prime example of a nigga. Shit, I'm. That was a prime example of a nigga not prepared for this race shit. And I had to learn that I'm not one of them niggas either. <laughs> this is why I'm just talking about it my leisure on this podcast shit and I'm still grinding on this shit I'm looking at this Ecamm shit these cuts is crazy the what? I downloaded the Ecamm zip file but it didn't charge me nothing yeah the first it's free for like 30 days oh Ecamm live is what I'm looking for right? yeah yeah it's the the first one free but then you can upgrade it after two weeks And then they got like a pro version where you get a whole bunch of more features. How much is that? I don't know. I forgot. It had to be like 50 to 100. I already downloaded this shit. If you made it this far, I just gave y'all the secret to podcasting on YouTube. <laughs> So what it look like on your shit? Right now it look like that. No, I was talking about like what your, what the icon look like on your shit. Oh, it's like this. Yeah, that's that's what I just got. Uh, oh. So basically, I'm man. on the eCam live right now. Oh yeah. Um, sign up. Let me see. Let me go ahead and sign up for this shit. Yeah, put your YouTube account. You can put multiple accounts on there too. So I, cause I just cycle through the mine and the squad castle mm. for the live. Sometimes I'll be forgetting, but I'm gonna try to keep it on my, my Gmail account. It's the same as my YouTube account. True. But yeah, man. I showed all of y'all that to say. Just when you thought we was all black, they show you that we not. And that means we gotta take care of ourselves, people. So get out here and grind, whatever you're doing. Get your bread up. Protect yourself, arm up. Get your mind right. Tell me you gotta get up out tomorrow. Take the pussy off the pedestal. Uh-huh. 
up too that's like that's like down there like Terrence man going down you got 14 dames and you can down the trial you all stand there and play play the features oh you got the free version yeah after you play with the free version you're like bro I cannot have it I cannot not have it so I might as well pay for it I appreciate y'all Tuning in to the Cold Logic experience. I ain't even intro this bit. You did. But it's cool. Shout out to the Squad Cast Network. We still growing. If you want to be a part of that, hit up the Cash App. I'll <laughs> just play uh, Hit up my solo link. Scrolling across the bottom right now. There you'll see all my. Um, contact information or you can email me hit me on my website universecode.design or all that other shit facebook instagram all that shit on there um yeah tune into if you made it this far also on multiple podcast platforms And this also, really uh, also we be on the YouTube on live on Saturdays, so you can catch the live version of the audio, because it's not going to be on there after that. <laughs> if you're not live with us, you're not live with us. <laughs> but we out.